Let's jam. Hey, guess what we watched? <laughs> yeah, fucking lay it on him, Whitehead. Fletcher and Whitehead, the gruesome twosome back at you. Blackheart's yeah. in the podcast. As always, uh, we watched ourselves a little Cowboy Bebop. We did. Um, I told you I was going to make this joke, and I'm still going to do it. I think it was like a month ago. Um, Hudson and, and Ian are in limbo right now, but uh, in case anyone's wondering, their contracts ended, and we could not afford to keep them what they wanted for their renegotiations. So it might just be us for a little bit, but that's cool. They'll be back one day. Yeah, we just honestly, we just didn't want to pay them. We, we yeah, just we just don't. We just, we, we didn't have the accounts payable for they were, their they payroll. Are, they, they were starving. Like, could, could you guys give us twenty five percent raise? And we were like. Guys, we pay you each 500k a year to do this. I mean, fuck. Yeah. No, they'll be back. They've just got shit going on and busy. And Ian did move, but we're working on getting him back in some sort of capacity. Yeah, we've uh, we've uh, I've been we've been in talks with a mercenary group to go kidnap him back, tag tag him, tag him and bag him, basically. Yeah. And hopefully, by the time this is uploaded, Ian hasn't listened to it, or the operation has been completed, and. Um, but no, yeah. en- enough of my dumb bullshit joke. Um, Hudson's just busy, and, and Ian did move it. We're working on like hooking up a Discord or something to get him in here on these and working on his schedule. Hey, but- com- hey, actually, actually, fuck that. Comment if you want Ian to come back. Yeah, com- yeah, someone, yeah Somebody want- give, give us some feedback, because that's one thing we haven't really gotten. Well, well I mean... A little Occasionally bit. now and again. A little bit. But, uh, but- you know what? No, we're the shoestring budget, but we're still here. But uh, they'll be back one day for real, but... I digress. Uh, I just want to get that out there because it's probably going to be just us for a little bit, but that's cool. Um, Whitehead, what episode of Cowboy Bop did we motherfucking watch? We watched episode five. Probably one of the better, or actually one of the best Cowboy Bebop episodes, Ballad of Fallen Angels. Which, if anyone's not familiar with Cowboy Bebop, Get watch it, watch get it on it. We just decided you've had it since '98. God damn it! Like, we just decided we wanted to watch something a little short tonight and get into it. And I was like, dude, and for some reason we we're talking about Cowboy Bebop last night. I was like, dude, let's watch Bow to Fallen Angels. And we were like, fuck it, yeah, let's do a quick 15, 20 minute one on that. Because um, I want to say last time we got together, we actually just watched the like the, the church scene. No, it, we watched uh, that scene. We watched with JB. It was how we got onto because I liked the music from it. Yeah. Because I think I just, uh, my roommate had never seen it. He was like, dude, I want to watch it. And I was like, dude, I'm fucking down to rewatch it. And uh, we, we watched a scene from another episode. But I was like, we did not watch Ball Because you asked me, what's the one with the church one? I was like, that's Ballad of Fallen Angels. And then I thought, you know, we should do that actually because, uh, some shit got fucked up last night. We couldn't do what we thought we were going to do tonight, but it's all good. Um, I like this episode a lot. I think this might slick be the best one in a way. It's not. I'm going to have to disagree, but it is one of the cooler ones. Okay, let, let me repair. Let me refer, let me rephrase. I think it, it's like what am I trying to say, bro? Shit. I think it might be the most important one in a sense, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. For a story structure, because this is where you get introduced to like the main backstory of of, of the entire series. Yeah, which I narratively, mean, I mean, you, you, to the conclusion, and you really don't get that much. You just get glimpses. Yeah, but but it works. Yeah, it, it totally works. Because like that's one thing me and Fletcher have always talked about over the years. 
you know, we we want some fucking we want some prequel episodes or a prequel movie of Spike and Vicious when they're with the Red Dragon Syndicate. Yeah, and I would mind or seeing... even when they're fighting in the war that the war on Titan. Yeah, and I, I don't. I always understood it, and I think there's like debate, and we said we weren't going to try and talk too much. I don't know if that war on Titan takes place before or after uh, the main character has dipped out of the syndicate. Like, I don't know if Vicious got sent there for some reason or had to participate in it. Because he's already pretty pissy by that point. He doesn't seem like a... I just assumed it was before they got into the syndicate. See, I think he was already... I thought he was already getting to... Um, because you, because honestly, you wouldn't think a fucking um, like a made man in a syndicate would get enlisted f- into the army. But like. if he got, if he went down for something, he that could be a penance to fight that war on Titan or something. He gets sent there for uh, yeah. Um, or the syndicate kind of done because they didn't exactly like him too much. The the elders weren't too fond of him. Yeah, but you you know you can just solve that with a bullet. That's true, but they've they've <laughs> kept him around for well. Again, we'll say that for another time because I think we might end up doing more episodes. This was kind of fun. Yeah, because this is probably one of my favorite animes. Yeah, it's one of those things, and I guess the reason I thought it'd be fun to do is, like I said, I recently watched it. It's one of those ones that I've watched. I watched it a few times over like a span of seven to six years, something like that. Then not for a long time. Then like maybe one time, and then like six years went by again or seven, and then I recently watched, and I was like, this fucking still holds up. And I know there's probably people who are like, you're not into anime if this is like your favorite. But I am like, this is like a fucking classic. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I don't know, like, cause like, it holds up. It, it, yeah, like the art, the art is so well done compared to like, uh, modern day Berserk. Yeah. Like the, not, not the manga, but like the anime, that CGI bullshit that they've, Try to pass off, mm-hmm. which I mean, I've watched other animes where you can, where the CGI works, right? But like, there's a lot of instances where it doesn't. And yeah, it just makes it makes it look ugly, and it just takes me out of the whole reason I'm watching it. I think too, what I like about this one, and I don't, again, you know more about anime. I'll straight up say it, you and Hudson. I, I like anime. I just don't have as much time to dedicate to it anymore. And I'm also, like, weird and picky. Like oh, dude, I'm picky as fuck. I like, like, I like Outlaw Star. I like the ones I like, you know what I mean? I like yeah. Big O. I like all the Tenshi Muyos. A lot of the Gundams are great. Uh, shit ton of DBZs. Darker, and Dragon Ball. Darker Than Black. That's a really good one. I like some of the JoJo shit you've shown me over the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Be the Beginning. That was good. Yeah. Uh, well, the first season I watched. Uh, I like Fully Cooley, Death Note's cool. Uh, haven't watched all of it, but I like uh, most of what I saw of Attack on Titan. Yeah, so I, I ended up like getting mad that the first ser- or the first season like only went so far, and then I ended up reading it, and then I was just like, man, you know, read right up to the point where I could, and then it was like, I'm just gonna wait, and never went back to read it. The, yeah, that was one for me that uh, I just kept catching them on Adult Swim occasionally, and. Might not have been in the best way state to remember them. And, uh, but even when I was, uh, stone sober for them, they're still fucking pretty rad. The ones I saw, but I would catch them out of order and shit. But, uh, back on to, to the bebop, we watched Battle of Fallen Angels. Um, gotta say, 
Stephen J. Bloom, you're my favorite. You're the man. Everyone loves Stephen J. Bloom and anything he does, but especially Spike Spiegel. But shout out to the guy that does the villain because this is the first episode we see our main villain. Vicious. Vicious. And not many shows, I think, can say you only see your villain three times through the entire show. And this first one, fucking great entrance. Yeah, powerful. His power lust really is like something I'm like, fuck yes. Because it's so human. Yeah. But it's so fucking raw. Yeah, because like, uh, do you want to get into like what the episode's about? Sure. Kind of like a rough. Sure, fuck it. Uh, I'll say we're like seven, eight minutes in right now. Um, spoiler alert, uh, but again, I it's don't... only episode five, yeah, although, honestly. Yeah, it's just this one episode. Out of what, like 26? Uh, yeah, I think it's 26 in total because each time they did a finale, it was two parters. Yeah. 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 So this is like episode the... five. It's not too deep. Cause like really, I guess the the the, fir- the previous episodes are like introducing Ayn, introducing Faye, and the, the first episode, and then there's a fourth episode before this one. So it's really I don't feel bad about spoiling anything. Yeah, and this this came out in ninety fucking eight. Yeah, I don't either. Like, so if you, if you I, like I think it, I think they were smart, like what you're saying, to put this one as the fifth. Because like we were talking earlier, and you're like, ooh, say something about that. I was in on the first one. Because I was like, oh, damn, this show's going to get heavy the way the first episode ends, which we'll do maybe one on that another time. But this is the point where I was like, now I'm in for life. Like, slam the cell, door shut. Because I was like, this show has sold me to the nth degree. Now, it's already sold. Yeah. But you know when you're like, I'm doubling down. Yeah, because I remember, like... uh, And I had already watched Cowboy Bebop one, one one time through... And uh, it was just cycling back over on Adult Swim again. And uh, I remember I was, uh, I remember how old I was, young, younger than I am now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, maybe 14. I, I actually remember watching all these when they came on Adult Swim because me and you are probably to like an 18 year old, fucking really old. But like, I remember when Adult Swim first came on, I remember watching this the first time it aired. Everybody get out of the it's pool. It's 01. Out of the pool, kids. Yeah. Adult swim. Like, yeah. When it was just like space goes coast to coast and shit like that. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, we'll get back to the episode, but. Uh, but, or, well, back. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I just remember uh, it, it was like at least the second or third time I'd watched it. And uh, I was like, I was at my dad's and I was like, hey, dad, do you, do you want to watch a show with me? And he was like, mm, maybe. And I was like, he was like, what is it? And I was like, it's called Cowboy Bebop, Papa. Papa. And, and uh, I was like, it's cool. There's guns and stuff. He's like, well, I'll watch it. And uh, I remember when he said we sat down and watched all of Ballad of Fallen Angels. And uh, he was like, oh. he was like, holy shit. He's like, I didn't think this was gonna be like this. I was like, do you want to watch any? You watch some more? And he was like, yeah, I could, I could watch some more. Yeah. And then we never did. Just like a dad. <laughs> Just like a dad. <laughs> Which is perfectly fine, but he sat down and watched Battle of Fallen Angels with me and actually enjoyed it. Shout out to Randy. Shout out to Randizzle. Um, um, yeah, uh, this one, the, the plot is uh, it starts off, uh, I believe it was a triad, and the Red Dragon had signed a peace treaty, and this old man named Mao Yin Rai is like, oh, finally, I can rest. 
and as he's looking out the window, watching his former enemy, who he just signed a truce Invited with, to dinner, too. Invited him to dinner. He watches as his ship flies away and then blows the fuck up, and he's just like, oh, no. And it's suddenly grabbed, and everyone that was near him has had their throat cut with a katana or shot silently somehow. I guess suppressors, but they didn't show him. And then we're introduced to our boy, who is, we do not say his name. He cuts his throat, and you're like, who's this gray-haired man with a... I don't know what kind of bird that's supposed to be. I but think space bird. Yeah, it's either like a space bird. I'm or, imagining it's it's some kind of made-up species. The first time I saw it, I remember thinking, uh, I thought it was supposed to be a... Not a condor. Ah, fuck it, we'll get into that later. I'll, t- I'll talk to you about it later. Uh I can I cannot remember what I was like. Oh, that's what that's supposed to be. And then I can't remember if I found out that it was at some point. Like this is just me losing a memory. I, I think it actually was supposed to be a real bird. Ah, fuck it, doesn't matter. Yeah. Either way, uh, you, you see the main uh, main bad guy has a slit the throat of a capo who was trying to end years, decades worth of uh, bloodshed. He he yeah. he wanted to basically put all the gangs. You know, unite them. You know, he wanted to unite. Well, yeah, unite the gangs, but basically just call off all the bloodshed. Like, let you know, we're not getting anywhere killing each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, he finally is happy. He's like, finally, I can be at peace. And Vicious fucks it all up because Vicious wants war and power and power. And he just got such a good bloodlust. And to quote him, Mal was a beast who lost his fangs. Yeah. So that's the opener. We go back to our crew. And basically, there's a they. Um, Mal's dead, but I guess no one, most people don't know it. So they have thus put a bounty on Mal's head. Mm-hmm. And Jet and Spike are trying to like decide if they should go after it. And Spike's all down for it. And Jet's just like, I don't, you know, you, know, you don't need. Jet's like, we need to stay out of this one, man. This is like syndicate shit. Yeah, and he was like, and he know he. I guess he knew that Spike was loosely tied to the syndicate, and like basically presses him for information, and then Spike immediately retorts with how'd you lose your arm yeah tell me tell me about how you lost your arm and your leg and spike or and jet's just like man fuck you i don't have time for this like it doesn't matter it's not important that's not what like yeah quit changing the subject and spike's like i gotta go because he's spike yeah and he's aloof and fucking cool and, and laid back and like water yeah, exactly like water. Then at this, at this point, May, or Faye walks in and is like, who's this? And she, Big bounty. Yeah, she sees the bounty number and she's like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm going to go after this. Cause, she's like, that's a lots of clothes. Yeah, she's just greedy. Um, but yeah, and uh, she doesn't do it. She she did slick at least track down where he was going to be. So yeah, kind of. She tried. She tried. She basically, um, she knows that Mal's going to be at a... Opera box, and, uh, yeah, yeah. He's got a box in an opera house, and there's a performance. I forget. It's a- Ava Maria. Maria. It's yeah. Very whoever sang it did a very good job. I think it's oddly enough one of those ones they're like, oh no, that's on the soundtrack too. Because I want to say I've heard that that it's listed on one of the bebop soundtracks. I, I wouldn't be surprised. But um, uh, she gets in there and she's like, she knows he's there and kind of like starts name dropping them to get in because they're like, do you have a ticket? And she's like, I don't need a fucking ticket like and she she goes up to the box but then it cuts oh yeah she basically gets like they're like right this way we've been waiting for you and she's like wait what they pull a gun on her and make her go in the box and then she like sits down by uh mal and realizes mal's fucking dead mal's been dead for a little bit there's a dead body up in this box yeah just still 
blood covering his neck and shit. Yeah, he's just a corpse. Yeah. So she she basically hunted down a corpse and is like, oh fuck. And that's the mid title Cowboy Bebop thing. Um, you did forget one quick thing though. No big deal. Uh, Spike went to go see an old friend Annie, get some bullets and some guns, and talk about Mal because Mal was his uh. She was, I, I guess, she was married to somebody that who, knew Mal because there's that picture. I guess that was in the syndicate with them. They never really get into. They, who, they never do. You're right. Because like even even later on when uh when Annie comes back, uh, I guess in the last few episodes she only comes back the one time. Yeah, like um, I don't think they ever really get into who that other guy. Was. I assume he, that was her husband. Just assume it was some kind of business partner. Or, or, but or Mal like, loved them. That's all it matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mal was a. Uh, I guess for a cop, oh, he wasn't you know a terrible, terrible. person. Well, he, I guess I guess in a fucked up way. I guess this is Mal is a not fucked up way. I guess that's Spike and Vicious is like mentor say, mentor father figure in the syndicate. Yeah, and Vicious totally fucking killed him. But not only did Vicious do it for power, he's got to lure Spike out, baby. Oh yeah, he knows Spike's still alive because Mal knew Spike was still alive. And in that opera box, now, now we'll cut back to that. We Tarantino did a little bit, but I like hey, it. Hey, it's fine. Uh, what's his line? You're trembling. You're trembling. And Faye's like, who are you? Yeah, vicious. And that's the first time you hear his name. Then cut to the mid-thing Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. And then, um, of course, Spike you know, gets what little info he has. And there's a weird, slick little cameo by... Uh, Takoon from fucking Fooly Cooly. Yeah, in the convenience store van. It did look like Takoon. You it, brought that it, up. It looks it was weird. It look, yeah. Look, Never noticed it until like, you said it tonight. It's like two little kids in this convenience store that Annie runs, and they're straight up looking at porno mags and stealing Trying them. to steal that Playboy hard. Yeah. And it, it looks like Takoon from fucking Fooly Cooly. Even the shirt, kind of. A little bit. I was just thinking the head. Just, okay, and just, the hair. I, yeah, yeah. Just, the I, shirt reminded me of something, too, after you said that. but It's probably Chris Chan. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Chan. No, no. Oh my God. I do think we should make a side spin off Chris Chan podcast, but that's neither here nor there. I'm definitely putting something about the Chris Chan. Actually, let's just quit saying his name because Yeah, we shouldn't associate it with Bob Bebop. No. Or us. Or us, but whatever. Yeah. Um So after the mid credits thing, Spike goes back to the Bebop. I always thought it was the coolest fucking thing that they had uh, grenades in the fridge, or Spike had a brown paper sack of them, <laughs> and Spike's gearing up. And yeah, Jess is like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and he was like, dude, I thought we were going to leave that shit alone, and uh, Jet does at least tell him I lost my arm by being reckless. Yeah. Doesn't tell him the whole story, but... Yeah, yeah that's, what ha- that's what you get when you're too gung-ho and run in. And then the... F- Computer phone rings. Yeah, I get a call from Faye, and Faye's like, "Uh, I've been kidnapped, y'all. Could you come get me?" By the way, uh, I, I I'm gonna be honest, I because we talked about it earlier, Faye is tied up and she's in a dress. She did do a costume change for that opera because it's fancy. First time I saw this, I was like, "Oh my god, is this where this?" Because I was 13. I was like, is this about to go into Fully Cooly or not Fully Cooly, a Tenchi Muyo ter- territory? She's yeah, tied up. Yeah, you get to see some major boobage. Yeah, this is this is the um, most major boobage major of her in the series. Major anime boobage. Of her. And she wears pretty skimpy clothes, so yeah. the whole fucking thing anyway. But this is like extra skimpy. But it's good because they, I, I, I mean, 
they had to throw some they, boobs they did it in because this is a really good episode. They're like, ah, oh, you know, we got to. And, and they kept it. They kept it respectful, to tasteful. be honest, and tasteful. tasteful. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Jet's like, "Fuck, that's your problem, Faye. You shouldn't have done it." Yeah. About to hang up on him. Spike's like, "Nah, where are you at?" And he's like, "I might come, but I got my own reasons." Hit one of the dopest songs in the in the show with a. Pretty sure that was a real organ or whatever pipe organ. Yeah. Uh, which sounded dope. Uh, anytime you have a song with a little guitar, air guitar, and a pipe organ, and make it work, and talk about walking in the rain, works with me. Yeah, it it, it it fits really well. Like Spike, basically they have they have Faye in this like old cathedral. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be. Is it supposed to be Notre Dame? I mean, I know it's not, but like the way they modeled it, because they're no. on a Mars, I think. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it is. Okay, I didn't know. It, it, it's just an old. Looks like it's an old Catholic cathedral big big stained glass window big circular window on the front of it spike walks in and um he's immediately greeted by vicious who's radley sitting there with a katana on and, some and rubble and his bird and he's like i knew you'd come talks about angels and demons and getting cast out of heaven and shit and talks about their past and uh basically vicious is like i'm the only one that can put you down and spike's like and i I you and Spike's like and you're a motherfucker because you killed the guy that took you in and made you what you are. Yeah, and, and he's like, yeah, Matt was a beast who lost his fangs. Then uh, out of nowhere, some guy pulls out with Faye, and he's just like, put your gun down because Spike immediately pulls his gun and trains it on the dude holding Faye with a gun to her head and just the co- with the coldest look in his eyes without without even changing not any, flinching a single not bit a single bit the guy's like just put your gun down to boom fucking headshot right in the fucking dome and one of the probably my got to be one of the best shootouts in anime of all time or just in general yeah uh it's very well done. Uh, Spike goes through and dismantles a whole gang of motherfuckers. I think I like it, too. This is the first episode where you're like, Spike's dope and cool, but this is the first time you really see him, like, besides the intro, the first one, you're like, this motherfucker's hard as shit. Yeah. He's, he's taking wounds, like, gunshot wounds, like, like not like nothing, taking like, damage, but just Yeah, he's taking, going. like, center mass damage. Like, like, oh, dude, he took one right in the side of the ribs. Yeah, still going. Gun the motherfucker down that did it, that shot. Yeah. Him. Oh, dual gunning. Uh, uh, what what guns does he have? Uh, I believe uh, he had two Jericho 941s. He was loading like a Ruger before, but he never actually uses it when he's sitting there at the table talking to Jet. Because uh, that was a Ruger P95, I think, or P89. Never seen using it, though. And he got a Beretta 92 from Annie. Uh yeah, there's like grenades and a big shootout, and I can't. I don't think I can do it justice even talking about the nah. actual action. But plenty of bullets flying, uh, barrel rolls, covering uh, and, and, all sorts of great shit. And if I'm remembering correctly, this this episode was like an homage to the killers. You are the, absolutely right. The, the, yeah, the end of the killers. And, and you know what? That was one thing too. Because I'd seen the killer by the time I saw this, and I was like. I remember it led me down this weird rabbit hole. I was like, what was that movie that had a big shootout in the church that I saw like a number of years ago? And uh, that I found that out, too. And I was like, oh, man, they're like homage and so much great shit that I already liked. And yeah, I didn't even realize that's what they were doing. I was like, can you have two shootouts in a church in a movie? I didn't know. Yeah. Which, My dumb 13-year-old which, self. Which, uh, you know, I guess we, we actually covered that movie. We've done Killers. We have done The Killer on this. So go, uh, hey, go back and listen to The Killers. Cause that I, was one of our John Because I ones. know for a fact that... We, we might have we, 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 we mentioned been, Battle of the Fallen it's Angels been while we're watching it. At this point. 
I think since we did that episode, hadn't it? Yeah. I, I, got to, I totally forgot we might have mentioned this episode in the, this. Or that I, episode. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, I haven't listened to it um, in so long. Um, So, Spike does his thing. Yeah. Kills all of Vicious's boys. And Vicious uh, s- sneaks up on his ass. It's never been funny till tonight. I never noticed that they just faded him into that black. Yeah, just, just lingering behind him. And uh, they... Uh, which... Spike does something very dangerous. Oh yeah, like uh, it's basically gu- gun versus katana, mm-hmm. and um, he is like deflecting katana swings with the barrel of a gun, and it not and it doesn't look stupid either. Yeah, he loses the gun though for, on that like first one though, and it's like he's got to start dodging a katana with nothing, and I'm like, oh, I thought he, I thought he used the gun, like, for the first, like, couple swings. Nah, Vicious was behind him, because he had his back to him, and then he knocks it out of his hand, oh. and then, uh, then he cuts him across the, the, the thing there, and then he has to go for the gun, that's how they get to the shoulder-to-shoulder. Yeah, they get in a really, really badass standoff with, with, uh, with Spike on his back with his gun, and, uh, Vicious's shoulder, and then Vicious is over the top of him with a katana dug into his sh- the with, other shoulder. With his shit on the back of the hilt properly, ready to yeah, ready drive to in. run him through. They talk a little shit. They fucking, they both wound each other, and, uh, Vicious is so fucking angry, he just reaches down and grabs Spike. One-handed. One-handed, by the face, it squeezes him and picks him up, and goes to throw throws him through a stained glass window. But our boy Spike came prepared. He's got that sleight of hand. Yeah, he's a sleight of hand master. And uh, as he's flying out the window, Vicious looks down and sees the grenade and the pin is bouncing, bouncing at his feet. And then it, we then you we get a nice flashback. Of slow mo fall, yeah, yeah. Slow mo as spike flashing back. Spike, like you can see, like it's like zoomed in on his eye, and you can see like bits of stained glass flying through the air, reflected on his eye, and he's just flashing back to a previous time when he got really, really injured in all sorts. Of, I like how it's not really a one linear memory; it's just a bunch of. Just it's the first time you've seen the memory since the opening shot of the show, which was always really cool, I thought. Yeah. And uh, and I guess you, you catch a few glimpses in, like, the outros. Yeah, yeah, on the credits. Yeah. yeah. And then some of them relate to that one. Then you, but I'm saying, like, you see stuff more, like, more backstory a little bit, but not linear and not... Ex- yeah, like... You, finite, straight to... Yeah, like, you get to see Spike gunning, dual-wielding guns as he meets back-to-back with Vicious, who and, is also dual-wielding guns, shooting the opposite direction, and they both look at each other and, and like, yeah, we got each other's back. And you're like, they're bo- they were boys. Yeah. Hardcore boys. Which, you know, gives you a little glimpse uh, into why they hate each other so fucking much now. Yeah, it, it's one of those things, too, like, uh, which... I'm sure we'll go back and do all the big ones. Because uh, the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, that guy's dead now because of the grenade. Yeah. But he is not. And uh, it's also cool because I'm like, well, he's pretty badass. Someone threw a grenade and he just took like a five-story thing down an open pillar of stairs to survive that. That's what he had to do. Yeah. And uh, Spike survives his fall. Beautiful the, music, by the way, during on the that concrete falling. steps, which I think I'd much rather take the fall down the d- down onto the church, the a cathedral the, floor versus the fucking concrete yeah. outside. Which, I, and realistically, do you think Spike would have survived that fall? Or his, I say five stories is probably more like three. 
realistically from where that window was is there when you when he's walking up to it. I can see a lot of head trauma. Uh yeah, I mean, but against the future. I don't know, uh they've got a, they have advanced some medical technology. And, and, and Spike it. is wearing plot armor. So I, that guess, I guess you can't really kill and your uh, they, they ever they never actually show how he hits either, but I'm like, he fucked up enough that he had that he had to have that shit around his mouth somehow at the end. I just chalk that up to Faye being a dipshit. That could be it too, but doctoring uh, him up. Yeah, um he survives beautiful music during that fall. And uh, I do like though that this has a lighthearted ending. Oddly enough, yeah, Cause there's a joke. Yeah, because like Spike, as he was falling, he remembered uh, when he was previously hurt, and uh, uh, I guess a female from his past. Yeah, they don't say her name yet. Yeah, yeah, they don't say her name, and I'm not going to say her name now. It hurts us. It, it does hurt. Uh, finds him and basically nurses him back to health, and, and she's singing. She's like, yeah, humming a song or kind of half-ass singing, and he's just like keep singing and then it's you know i guess mirrored with Faye humming, playing cards or solitaire just humming too. humming a tune just chilling you're chilling with unconscious spike and he wakes up and he's just like you know points at his mouth and she's like huh i can't hear you and he's like you sing off key that's really good and uh she hits slaps the shit out of him with a in his full body cast which hurts like hell yeah when everything's broke and that's pretty much the end and of then the Jet comes out and his cool glasses with a sig like, oh well. <laughs> and they have a cool little piano bar music there at the end. Bing. Bing. Yeah. Um also too, I will say I did enjoy at the end there. Like, as much as they act like they hate each other, I do slick like that Faye was like just kinda like, is he alright? When he's he's laying there, like they don't like they, you know what I'm saying? Like I always like that dynamic between them. Yeah. Uh, But uh, then cut to the credits, and then the preview for the next episode, which is dope. Wouldn't even mind going next on that one. Next one was uh, "Sympathy for the Devil." Ooh, that is a good one. Um, Real quick though, in case we don't do one of these for a while, uh, you might like this little bit of knowledge that I realized the other day, Uh, and we'll wrap it up. It's it's for Bebop. Oh, okay. On his Jericho 941, there's a, a grip laser, supposedly, on the side. And it, it, you can see it. It's drawn. He never uses it, but I don't think it's actually a laser, as some people have identified. Like, a lot of people are like, look, there's a laser, but why doesn't he ever use it? And he never does. I don't think it's a laser. I think it's actually... Um, I'm trying to think what those are. Like, uh, I, think it's a, I think it is a laser, but I don't think it's an actual like red dot laser or a green dot one like you might see on a handgun today. Yeah. I think uh it's a shit uh infrared IRL I think is what those are called cuz he has that fake eye and I think only his fake eye can see it and that would explain why he's so goddamn good with that pistol. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. But I I can't confirm that but I but I know enough about firearms that IRLs are a real thing. They you can go buy one right now for a rifle or whatever. Of course, you can only see him in night vision, but he has that optic eye. And I'm like, I think he can just see a laser at all times. And I've kind of, I guess this is our cool little thing. Can anyone out there confirm that? Or is the creators or Shiro Watanabe or anyone know anything? Because all the weapons are real in this show. And I thought, and that what technology did exist in 1998. It was strictly like probably military. Yeah. And, but the public knew about it. But I'm like, that it would explain why he's. Like that sick dome shot we were talking about in this episode. Yeah. I mean, he is aiming it, but... And he's like... 
I mean, hell, sometimes he's running and shooting and he's fucking people up. Yeah, and and he's downing people in like one or two shots. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, there's a few people that catch more than one bullet. But, yeah, but there's some people that that they get one. He he's just fucking headshot. He like headshot or heart shot or uh, heart shot, uh, heart sh- heart shot. Someone heart. Sh- he'll sh- hit someone right in the center plexus, like right there at the heart. Like, and I I always just thought, just knowing just enough to be like. Is that an IRL on there on that side? When I found that out, because it's hard to see because it's in the grip. Yeah. But a bunch of, no offense, anime nerds are like, there's a laser drawn on there, but he never used it the entire series. And then I was like. That's offensive to people who like anime. I do like it. Okay. You know what I'm saying. I know. There's uh, fucking weebs and I hate them. uh, Yeah. But I was like, I think that's an IRL maybe. But if anyone confirmed that, that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Does anyone know? I don't know if I have to write the creator, but. Or maybe I slick figured something out. I don't know. I mean, seems plausible. Spe- I mean, granted, with the technology being old, especially at that time or what, whatever year it's supposed to 2071. be, twenty seventy one. Yeah, like, you know. but they are using guns that are old. So I was like, oh, why wouldn't you have a? And he's got that optic eye, so it would work. So he doesn't need the night vision. Yeah, hundred percent could work. But uh, that just is a little fun bonus, cool thing we've contributed to the Bebop mythos, possibly now. So fuck it. Hmm. Hell yeah. Um. Or theory, whatever you want to call it. But uh, Whitehead, I'll let you finish it out, man. I'm, I'm good. I, I love this. This is, like I said, possibly the po- most important episode of it in terms of arc for the main guy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's got a lot. It, it, it's a good jumping off point. It's, yeah, it's the first I time guess for the for the main. Which I mean, a lot of the show is episodic. Yeah, I, um, I, I guess I just mean like this is the first one where like major the main this, backstory for the whole show or the main narrative one that finishes out is first introduced. Other than the opener of the first one, yeah, yeah. Part yeah, part five is when you get your first taste of like the actual story, not just like the overarching arc. Yeah, just the overarching story, not just the bounty of the week. Which I mean, they don't really do like a fuck ton of that. Which I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. Every yeah, th- maybe they do a little bit, but I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, it's just one of those shows that I'm like, it's so fucking good. Yeah, like if you if you haven't watched Bebop. Do yourself a favor and watch it. And I recently let somebody who'd never watched all of it have access to all of it and watch it. So many thank yous. And he was like, man, I knew this show was good, but I did not realize how good. I'm going to have to tell me who, because like I said, my roommate, he just checked it out recently, and it was really nice. He was like, it's really fucking good. He, uh, um, He was just like, what was with the ending? And I was just like, oh, let's not even, bro. Let's not even. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But, I will. I'll be real if we ever get to that. But I would be down to do more of these. Um, yeah, I would. Uh, I would too. Uh, Whitehead. I guess I'll see you later, Space Cowboy. You gonna carry that weight? <laughs>